it's just so inspiring to see all the things that everyone's getting out there and trying. There were people in the challenge who were taking their cat on a walk for the very first time. And then there were people who were, you know, kayaking and hiking 10 miles with their cat, you know, so it, and everyone is encouraging each other every step of the way. And it, it was, it's a lot of fun. Welcome to the Wear Wag Repeat Podcast. I'm Tori Mystic. As a dog mom lifestyle expert, blogger, and business owner, I love talking to other women in the pet industry and sharing their advice with you every week. Sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode. In this episode, I'm branching out beyond dog moms to talk to Emily Hall, who is a cat adventure expert and the founder of Kitty Cat Go. Emily has built a highly engaged audience of cat parents with her Facebook group and Adventure Challenge. Over 200 cats around the world participated in the last challenge, many of them completing over 50 tasks to earn certificates and prizes. Emily shares how she made that a success and her plans for the next round. We also touch on some other things that Emily is working on to grow her cat lifestyle business, such as an online shop and affiliate marketing. Do you want to connect with petpreneurs like Emily and my other podcast guests? Come over to the Wear Wag Repeat Labs Facebook group where we're always collaborating, asking for help, and supporting each other's success. Find the community on Facebook by searching for Wear, Wag, Repeat, Labs, and I'll see you in there. Emily Hall is the founder of Kitty Cat Go, a site dedicated to all things cat adventure. She has been traveling and adventuring with her cats for over six years. They love to hike together, road trip, canoe, camp, and more. Her goal is to educate, encourage, and help others to have successful cat adventures. Emily is the creator of the Kitty Cat Go Adventure Challenge for Traveling and Adventuring Cats and host of the monthly live stream show, Kitty Cat Go Live. She also has an online store where she sells cat adventure-themed apparel and accessories, as well as handcrafted cat leashes that she makes herself. Emily lives in Macon, Georgia with her husband, seven cats, and two sugar gliders. Hi, Emily. Hi, Tori. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you on. And like everyone knows, it's always like all dogs all the time over here. So it's really nice to kind of branch out and have a cat adventure expert on. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, there are different pets out there other than dogs. (laughs) (laughs) So Emily, tell us, how did you, you've been doing this for a long time. So how did you first maybe discover cat adventuring and then, and then documenting it? Like, how did that kind of all come together? Yeah. So, um, as you mentioned, my husband, and I have seven cats and one of them has a neurological disorder Um, called cerebellar hypoplasia. And so that just means she's a little wobbly and not very coordinated. And so because of that, um, we can take her outside in the backyard and not have to worry about her running off or jumping a fence because she can't really run very fast. She can't jump. Um, 
So we started just taking her out in the backyard to play and she loved it. And um, we eventually realized like, wow, this is really fun. It's fun for her. It's fun for us to watch her and play with her outside. So we started taking her more places um, to the pet store and even to like outdoor concerts. And I mean, she loves everything, people, dogs, and it was just so enriching for her. And so uh, then I eventually started harness and leash training um, a couple of our other cats as well. And so now we have three that are harness and leash trained and love doing all the things. <laughs> I love that you started with the special needs cat because that seems like so opposite of, of how you would do it, but that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And she is the person, the perfect personality for it too, because um, she's so laid back and easygoing and uh, she's a pe- people charmer. Like she's the kind of cat who people are like, oh, I don't like cats. By the time they meet her, they're like, oh, can I have her? I'm like, no, you can't have her. Sorry. <laughs> so she was the perfect starting cat for adventuring. <laughs> and so you decided when you, when you kind of started experiencing how enriching it was for her and enriching for you guys too, and then, and then branching out into the other cats, you decided to kind of share this with other people. So what's, what does that look like? How do you, how do you share your expertise with others? Um, well, I have my website and so on there, I write like helpful articles on training, like how to harness and leash train your cat, the different gear that you need to get started, Um, Whenever we get like a new cat backpack or um, GPS tracker or whatever, we will review it on our blog to try to, you know, help people find gear that will work for them. And um, yeah, so I'm just always trying to educate people and show them that cats will surprise you. People always think like, oh, I don't think my cat would like that very much. But if you just try, you might be surprised. I feel like there is kind of a movement going on of more cat adventuring. Do you feel like it's picked up in popularity? Yes, absolutely. Um, it was probably like six or seven years ago when we started taking Sophie out. And um, now I still haven't run into another cat adventure like out in real life before. I'm waiting so anxiously for that day to like see another cat at the park or on the hiking trail. But I see it all the time on Instagram and Facebook and all this stuff. And it's way more popular. There are way more cats on social media getting out there and doing more things than there were six or seven years ago when we started. And so it's just so awesome to be a part of that community that is growing and and building around this. Well, and it seems like there's more products and gear becoming available that makes it easier for, for people to kind of get into it and try it too. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I mean, back when we first started, cat backpacks weren't a thing. And now <laughs> they are. And so it's it's really awesome. Well, now people are putting all kinds of animals in their backpacks. Like yes. I, my neighbors, this happened years ago. Um, but I have these people who live on my street. I don't think they do it anymore. But they had a backpack for their bird. And mm. it was like, it was like a hard, like, cage but attached to like shoulder straps and they would take their bird for a walk wow that's really interesting (laughs) I love it (laughs) so you if you can imagine it you can do it I think (laughs) yeah why not so I love you kind of mentioned like the the cat explorer community and um you know finding these people online you've actually created a huge online community of cat 
explorers. Um, and one of, one of the things that you do to kind of, um, build this community and like keep them engaged is the adventure challenge. So tell us about this adventure challenge. How does it work? What is it? How do you run it? Tell us all about it. Yeah. So, uh, last year I had the idea to, um, start the adventure challenge and it just spurred from the fact that I want to encourage people to get out there and try it. You know, a lot of people, like I mentioned, like, oh, my cat wouldn't like that. And so I wanted to create some sort of activity that would give them the push to maybe try it. So I thought, okay, well, I'm going to try an adventure challenge. And so I created a list of 50 different tasks and activities that somebody could do with their cat. And it ranged from like really easy things like wearing a harness just inside your house all the way to going camping. So um, I wanted to include activities so that somebody who had never adventured with their cat before could still participate and have things that they could do. And then also people who were more experienced and had already done a lot of things also had new things that they could do. And um, so the first one that I did last year was so successful and everybody loved it um, that each time I've done it, it's just kind of grown. Like I, this last one that I did in the spring um, had 55 tasks and four different levels. People could earn titles and, and things like that. And it was so fun. I had over um, 200 cats all over the world participating in the last one. And it's just so inspiring to see all the things that everyone's getting out there and trying. There were people in the challenge who were taking their cat on a walk for the very first time. And then there were people who were, you know, kayaking and hiking 10 miles with their cat, you know, so it, and everyone is encouraging each other every step of the way. And it, it was, it's a lot of fun. Okay. I have a couple of questions. So one, how did you get 200 people and their cats signed up in this? How did you promote it? So um, my biggest audience is on Instagram and I also have a Facebook group. And so I promoted it in both of those places. And um, on my website, I have a page where you can download the list of challenges and rules and you have to register um, by signing up with like your email address and your cat's name and everything. And then that's it. You're registered and you can submit tasks um, either on Instagram with the challenge hashtag or in my Facebook group. And um, I, I didn't put a like deadline on when people could register. So the challenge lasted a month. And throughout that month, like more and more cats were joining every day. Like even in the last few days of the challenge, there were more more people joining and trying to get as much as they could in, in those last few days. And so, yeah, it grew to like, I think it was 218 cats. Wow. That's really, I love that people kept joining. So if you don't, if you, maybe you don't remember, but how many people were signed up on like day one? Um, ugh, that's a good question. Um, I don't remember completely, but I want to say it was, maybe around 75 yeah. to a hundred, like That's around what, there. I was going to guess that. Like I was, I was going to guess that maybe like 50% more people came on like when it was live. Yeah. I think it's such a good idea to kind of have enrollment or not enrollment, but like registration stay open for the length of the challenge. Cause people are posting about it on Instagram and more people are learning about it. It's so smart. 
Yeah. And that's where a lot of those new people came from. It's like the people had already registered were posting and then somebody would comment on the thing like, oh, what is what is this? And then they tell them and then they would want to join in the fun, too. And I, I didn't want to put a, a date on like a deadline on when you could register because I just wanted everybody to be able to do it whenever they wanted. So. Right. Well, and even if you could only do one task, you could do it on like the last day and do something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so did you have any kind of like um, like prizes or rewards or certificates or anything for people who did stuff? Yeah. So there was um, a grand prize for the cat who completed the most tasks. So there were 55 tasks in the slash challenge and each one was worth a point. And so I had like the super fancy spreadsheet, one for every cat that was participating. So it, it, it was like turned into this huge thing because there were so many. You had and, a different uh, page for each cat. Oh, wow. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then it all fed into like a main spreadsheet page where like the numbers like automatically added. I, I've, it was a fancy spreadsheet. It took me a long time to build it, but lots of it, like formulas and things. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, but it worked really well. And so, um, you know, I was keeping up with all these tasks in the um, spreadsheets. And so the cat with the most points at the end won the grand prize, but there were actually three cats who completed every single challenge, which I didn't expect. I had never had, this was my third time doing it. I had never had a cat finish all the tasks before. And so this past time I had three who completed all of them. So I had to do like a drawing for who could win the brand because it was um, for a sleepy pod carrier. And so I only uh-huh. had one. Right. So I was like, well, I'm just going to have to do a drawing for one grand prize. And then the other two, I gave like a second, second place, second place prize to. Yeah. Do you mind if I asked, did you just, did you buy the sleepy pod um, travel thing or did they donate it to you? I bought it. um, So all the prizes were ones that I supplied myself. Like the sleepy pod was the only thing that I bought everything else. The prizes were like um, a t-shirt and stickers from my online store. So they Mm -hmm. were like my own merchandise. Um, But I'm thinking that the next time I'm going to look at trying to get some brand sponsorships for the next challenge. Yeah. But I think that's just like so great. I think a lot of people stop themselves and like, well, I can't do any prizes because no one's going to donate anything. But you could just buy the prizes and have like a really fabulous prize um, that you like the sleepy pod travel thing is a really great prize. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so. Everyone was really excited. I have like a lot of them myself. So it's like, what is a like super awesome grand prize I could have for this? And that's what I came up with. So. Yeah. What a great idea. Well, so this is so exciting. So are you going to do, when is your next adventure challenge happening? Um, so I haven't told anybody this yet, but I'm going to have a mini summer challenge, um, next month in July, um, much smaller scale. Um, but the next big one, will be uh, in the fall. I'm thinking October. Once the weather's cooled off a little bit, summertime, it's hard. You know, I guess depending on where you live, but I live in Georgia and it's, I can't go outside, especially not with my long black haired fluffy cat who would just like melt in five minutes. So yeah, no, I mean, I'm in Pittsburgh, so I don't have the weather anything close to you do, but like, we're still, I walk the dogs at like (laughs) 6am when it's hot out. So Yeah. 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 So I think I'm thinking October will be the next big one. Yeah. Well, that's so exciting. So, um, in, in the meantime, like you, so you do these challenges and they kind of feed to your Facebook group and, uh, help 
grow your Instagram account and all of this kind of stuff. What other kind of stuff do you do in your Facebook group throughout the year that kind of like keeps that community engaged? Yeah. So um, every month I pick a theme. Um, So for example, this month um, was or is traveling with your cats. So we've been focusing on like car travel, plane travel, and then staying overnight in hotels or Airbnbs or whatever. Um, And so throughout the month, I've had polls in the group asking people questions like, have you ever road trip with your cat before? Have you ever flown with your cat before? Um, Stuff like that, just so I can start to get to know my group and where they're at with everything. And then they can also engage with each other and share their road trip stories or flying stories. And um, so we have got the polls, different discussions. And then I also have my um, monthly live stream show. And so this month I had a guest, um, Janice Garza, who does a lot of flying and road tripping with her cat. So she was my guest on my show. And so we talked about tips for traveling with your cat. And, um, that happened just last week. So every month is a different theme and we'll have different polls and discussion topics. And then my guests will talk on whatever the topic is. Yeah. So, um, I guess, you know, how do you, how do you kind of direct people again, it's on kind of Instagram is directing people to join the Facebook group. Is that kind of like the funnel, how that flows? Yeah, mostly, Um, I have a Facebook page as well, but I I don't do as much with that. It's mostly Instagram feeding into everything else. Yeah. Same with me. And then I guess your website as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I want to also ask you, I know we're talking all about like community and, and the challenges and the Facebook groups and all this kind of stuff, but I want to ask you, cause you also have a shop and, and products and different things. So I kind of want to ask you about like monetizing. Cause I think a lot of people want to be a pet blogger. Um, and, but they're not really sure how they're going to make any money doing that. <laughs> so, um, how do how do you make money as an adventure cat blogger? I guess. Well, I'm still working on that piece <laughs> of the puzzle every day. Um, but right now I have a little bit of a stream of like affiliate income um, on my blog, mostly Amazon affiliate. Um, and then I have my online store that I just launched at the end of last year. So um, that that's been a fun project, like, cause I have t-shirts and stuff like that. And I've been designing them all myself, um, which is fun. And, um, and the leashes that I make as well. So I'd say those are the two, um, biggest, not that they're big streams of income, but those are the main ones. Yeah. Those are the main ones. Um, but I've also been trying to brainstorm ways on how to monetize the adventure challenge, um, because it's a very time consuming month for me, keeping up with submissions every day from like 200 people. So, um, I'm thinking I might start charging a registration fee, like even just a dollar or two or something. And then, that would be another way to monetize what I'm doing. I think you should do that, especially because you've proven it to be fun and exciting and rewarding for people. So I think that like the 200 people who participated would definitely want to pay to participate again because they probably had such a great time. 
Yes. And I actually did a poll, um, like a survey at the end of the last one to get feedback from everybody who participated on different things. And that was one of the questions was, would you be willing to pay registration fee to participate in something like this in the future? And like 80% said yes. So yeah. Um, but Emily, you have to charge more than a dollar because <laughs> <laughs> the processing fees, you'll end up getting like 40 cents. Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so promise me you'll charge more than a dollar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> me too. No, no. Like I'm talking like $15 maybe. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to be on the lookout for your adventure challenge and see how much it is. <laughs> Cause I think it's worth it. And especially with the prizes and you know, the chance, the chance to win like a grand prize, it's really, really great. You know, it's worth it. Yeah, I think so. Um, and it definitely would make it more worthwhile for me. I was spending like hours and hours every day keeping up with all the submissions. And by the end of that month, I was just like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do this again. Yeah. No. <laughs> but it, I, I really love it. It's a lot of fun. It's just also a lot of work. Yeah. Well, at least getting like your time paid for would make it more worthwhile. Yeah. Or less painful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So in the few minutes that we have left, um, I'd love to ask you more about your cats. Um, and one of the questions, well, and you have the, the two sugar gliders, which is like a flying squirrel, right? Yeah. Yeah. I tell people they sort of look like a cross between a chipmunk and a flying squirrel. Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> um, so, so one of the questions that I have that people ask me all the time, but you, you definitely have a bigger decision to make is how do you pick which pet you take out with you? Cause like sometimes, like I just have the two dogs. So I do a lot of activities with them just like one-on-one and people are always like, I could never pick, you know, how do you decide? So how do you pick which cats you're going to take? Well, that's a really good question. Um, so because we have seven, but not every cat, um, is made for adventure, I guess I would say. Um, so it took a lot of personality assessment on the cats and also trying. Um, you know, I, th I really think that every cat is capable of adventure to some extent, like even if it's just going out on your back porch or something. Um, and most of my cats will do that. But only the three that we have trained, like fully harness trained and stuff, would go out on like a hike or travel with us or whatever. The others are just not into it. They're either too scared or um, just don't really seem to enjoy it. So, you know, I let them decide. I'm not going to force my cats to do something because I want them to, you know. So um, as far as choosing who we trained, that's really what determined that was their personalities and their their likes and desires. Um, as far as like when we go out choosing out of the three, um, we kind of do a rotation. Um, and sometimes we take two because my husband usually comes with me. And so then he might be in charge of one cat and I'll be in charge of another. But if I go by myself, I just take one because uh, I can't handle two leashed cats at a time. They always want to go in like two opposite directions. And if something spooks one, it's too much to keep up with. So yeah. one, one person to one cat ratio. <laughs> I completely agree. That's how I feel with my dogs too. It's like, 
I can't take two of them to like a place. Like if we're going to like a concert or a bar or something like that, we have to yeah. pick one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so we just try to rotate it to keep it fair. So if Sophie goes out one time, then the next time it's going to be Kylo. Nice. Um, and then do you have an adventure cat like bucket list or dream? Like what would be like your dream thing to do with the cats? Oh gosh. Um, well, I would say like a cross country road trip. My husband and I have talked about it off and on for years about wanting to like rent an RV or something and do like a cross country road trip for like a month or something. Um, and I would love to eventually be able to do that and take, um, at least one of the cats. If we had an RV, we probably could take two. Um, but yeah, I would say that that's my dream. And then we could hit all the things, Grand Canyon, Niagara Falls, all, all the places. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Very strategic um, item to pick because then you could do all the things. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Very smart. Now, okay. Really quickly, the sugar gliders are, would you ever, are they going to be adventuring? No. Or is that a flight risk? <laughs> That's a flight risk. Um, <laughs> they don't make sugar glider harnesses. Or if they do, I don't know that I would trust that. But um, That's going to be the next thing in your shop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, they'd fly away. They'd go jump in a tree. I'd never be able to get them back again. <laughs> That's so fun. Well, I want to see, I have to go look up some pictures and, and see them on your Instagram and stuff. So speaking of Instagram and all the things, where can people go to find you online? Yeah. So my Instagram is kitty cat go adventures. And then my Facebook group is called the kitty cat go adventure team. So, and then my website, kittycatgo.com. Okay, cool. So everyone go check it out. If you have a if you have a cat, no matter if they're an adventure cat or not, check out Emily's challenges because you might have a closeted adventure cat that you don't know about. That's right. I actually have a interactive personality quiz on my website where you can find out if your cat is meant for adventure. So go Ooh. take the quiz. <laughs> oh, very cool. That sounds exciting. Um, so everyone take the quiz, sign up for the challenges, do all the things, um, and go say hi to Emily. And thank you so much for being such a great guest. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Tori. This is a lot of fun. What did you like most about this episode? Find me on Instagram at teamistic and let me know what intrigued you or what questions you have about starting or growing your own dog inspired business. You can also screenshot this episode and tag me in your stories. I love to see who is listening out there. Some of the best conversations happen after the episode, right? So track me down over on Instagram or join the Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs Facebook group to connect with other dog-obsessed entrepreneurs. And as always, you can find all the links and resources discussed in this episode at wherewagrepeat.com slash podcast. See you back here next week.